0: And welcome to Wasted Takes, episode 145. The Grand Union Canal Race is a 145-mile ultra marathon from Birmingham to London along the Grand Union Canal. A little sports trivia for you there. I'm Trey, joined as always by Tucker, Dylan, and Cam. How are you doing, gentlemen? Great.
1: We've got a great Wasted Takes this week. I'm excited. Tucker's
0: living the dream. He's catching up on his Dancing with the Stars. So we'll let him go. Um, all right. Winners and losers. Lock of the year for Tucker. Uh, we'll let him respond on this when he gets a chance, but the lock of the year has pulled back to 500. He is 3-0 and in his last three. He's up to 3-3 and on the NFL season through six weeks. Lock of the year's back. Fade Tucker crowd is looking down bad. Absolute clowns. Uh, never doubted you for a sec, Tuck.
2: Um, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh um... Yeah, Cam, are you broke yet? Just want to make sure that your bank account was okay. You bet big into the fade Tucker movement. Just want to check in on you. Never broke, or never not
1: broke. One and two. I've never actually bet for you or against you. I make my own bets and make my own decisions on my own person.
2: Someone pay us to do this podcast, please. Like ten dollars. Yeah, a month. no. I, I we can get paid to do this podcast. We just have to follow my bets every week, and we'll all be billionaires. Um. <laughs> I'm fully convinced that I'm a sharp. Speaking of that, Cam, you're going to like my disrespected lock of the week this week. I know Cam's going to be at the game. I thought, you know what, with that type of fan interaction, it's basically a home game. So the points are out the window. I mean, you get it's technically three points for being on the road versus at home. Everyone knows Daniel Jones is better on the road. And everyone knows he's going to have the crowd at his back with Cam out there. So, I think that the Giants being plus three to the Jacksonville Jaguars is the utmost disrespect. And so, I have Love the Giants you. as my plus three disrespectful lock of the year. Yep.
1: Yeah, well, I've, I've been saying it. Tucker's hot.
2: He's a hot Better.
1: <laughs> uh, that's a great take. I'll be out there. We used to take some flying me up to Jacksonville this week.
2: That's I like, got uh,
1: as a currency, um, that's some
2: content in uh, Jacksonville.
1: So I'm going to be making content. Um, I'm going to be interviewing in the tailgate at the parking lot, uh, asking about that spread. How Giants feel, fans feel about the spread? They feel disrespected. Uh, Bring I'm a gonna, microphone. Actually, can so, uh, get content. I'm going to get some content for you. I need um, I
0: need a halftime analysis yeah. video so we can post it to Twitter. As
2: People about it, and then tell them that it's my lock of the year, and then see what they have to say. I'm going to I'll change real. Set it, quick. it
0: up. I'll Total strangers say Tucker Mcnich. Say Tucker Mcnich is the hottest bettor in the country right now. He's he's not lost in a month. Hundred percent in the last three. Hundred percent in a month, and and they don't don't tell him how many picks. Hundred percent in a month. <laughs> he's on fire. He's all over Twitter. He's really big. He was a huge D1 athlete, like like known guy. Like restaurant, oh, restaurant owner, like huge, like huge, big guy. He, what do you think about his pick uh, of the Giants today? And get their answer. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hype it up. Dylan Betts Dallas- <laughs> <laughs> kicked one fifty-yard kick one time. I saw I it. it.
0: I have it's it on video.
1: Greg had two big, kicks big, big, in there. Um, why did? Why was that not my nickname? Big, big, big.
0: McPicks. McPicks. big, 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 big. Yeah. That's kind of fire. <laughs> Um, I'm nice with it. To go off of uh, Tucker's lock of the year, I have Trey's I'm Not a Gambling Man lock of the month um, to throw out here. This will be my first gambling pick on the show. Um, okay. It's a stupid bet. I'm taking the, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are plus 11 against the Panthers. Minus 11. Minus 11, excuse me. Minus 11 uh, against the Panthers. Um, according to DraftKings, which is where I'm looking, um, I'm taking the point. I'm taking. I'm. I'm taking the the Buccaneers. I'm taking the number. They're gonna put up a hundred points on this team. Tom Brady's getting disrespected in the media. It's um, about the time that they're gonna start turning around and go on their their epic playoff run. So, uh, Trey's. I'm not a gambler. Lock of the month. Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus eleven. Book it. Um, all right. Any other winners and losers from this past week? Uh Yankees winning. So Cam, you kinda of been disrespectful. Step, you kinda of been disrespectful to them. Um they won out they made it out of the first round. So thoughts.
1: I've been realistic with them.
3: I mean loser to Go ahead, Dill. Loser to my friend who had Yankees tickets to um what was it the game that got rained out. She had tickets for that game. Got rained out and couldn't go to the next game. Off.
1: Oh. Another one got rained out not too long ago.
0: Uh, I, we'll, we'll talk more on the Yankees later, but I have some thoughts.
3: Also, winner for my take about DJ Moore. because There's a lot, of, a lot of rumors about him being traded.
0: I've heard some other rumors about him, too, but we
1: won't get into that.
0: Um, Yo,
3: I heard something crazy about DJ Moore, but we'll wait!
2: <laughs> still he can still get traded if, even if the other ones true. Yeah, <laughs> That's very true. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> not going to be exclusive. I will say, <laughs> I mean, switching teams. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> go Terps, Maryland guy. Um, any uh, any other winners and losers? Can't think of any. We've had a lot of. Uh, pit, I think a lot okay. of takes are are still boiling. Uh, Tucker, any thoughts on Joe Burrow at all? Because I don't um, think you did very well in the, t- in the poll this week. Uh,
3: I forgot to vote again. That's a off. real
0: shame, Dylan. I'll tell you why in a second. Tucker, th- Joe Burrow thoughts? Still, still not a good guy.
2: Uh, I I think he's a great guy. I just think he's an average quarterback. And see how did he play? I don't know. You know, he played well against the Saints. It was Andy Dalton. Like, let's not let's not pretend like the Saints are world beaters. What are they like two and four? Well, um, first of all, the Saints'
1: defense going into this year is supposed to be one of the best. Andy Dalton doesn't have anything to do with it
2: because Joe Burrow doesn't play against Andy Dalton head to head. Yeah, but like they beat a two and four team. They were up gotcha. by, they were up by like fourteen on them.
1: The Saints were come back win have played really well. Well, so he was down two touchdowns to so a bad football team, and I'm supposed to praise him? Yeah, because he came back, and he's been 10
2: touchdowns to one interception since week one. Meh.
3: <laughs> Mid, Meh.
0: Mid-quarterback.
2: That's all I got to say. I mean, the Saints have beaten... No, they lost to the Panthers. The only two teams they beat were the Seahawks and the Falcons. And you're supposed to... They gave up 32 points to the Seahawks. I mean, the Seahawks outscored the Bengals. I... Rob, I'm not saying Geno Smith is a better quarterback. He's like fourth but, in not know. I don't know. I mean, it looks like everyone's putting up like 20s to 30s on them every week. They're not that great of a defense. I don't know. The um, least amount of points they've given up this season is 20. They're not like a formidable defense.
0: Now, oh, I have a uh, point of contention with the poll. Uh, I'm a man of honor. I'll let everybody here decide what we want to do. I did not send the notification text to everybody that the poll was up today. I just realized yes, that did. right now. Um, yes, you did. I yeah, did? You did? Yeah, no, you did. I was scrolling through, we had a long conversation. No, you Some- did. Oh, I did. I did. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, we have a tie okay. between me and Dylan.
1: Some of us have worked. I did that work today, but I am also at that in that point. What it was up?
0: The poll was up until 9 p.m. tonight. That is a good
3: time. Damn, until 9. missed it. I didn't get home until 9:30, so that's that's fine.
0: And you didn't look at your text yeah. once, or
3: well, I we have a hundred of them. I don't read them all. I well, get to then, the end and see where we're at. I can't help you there. Well, I don't have
0: time. Well, man. We're tied, you and I. anybody got uh. Do we want to do run run back the lighter golf ball matchup last week? Does anybody have an AirPod? What yeah, there? I didn't see that
1: one. I'm curious to see how that works. All right, screen or bottom? Oh, is
0: it phone? Uh, Dylan, you're you're behind. Uh, would you like to choose or defer? I'm
3: going to defer.
0: Can I see the coin? I'm gonna go screen. Hey! Yeah, you go Dill.
2: Big win! Oh, okay. I thought you were that was the screen. Am I tied for last still?
0: Or am no, I still you up? have pulled into
2: third.
3: <laughs> Shit. One
0: time take of the year, Tucker McNinch, sitting in last place.
3: Wow. Who would have thunk? Well,
2: I'll get back up there, uh, which bodes well into my take of the week. Can I, before take. you go,
0: time out. I'd like to possibly institute a punishment for coming in last place and taker of the Fuck year. You. I'm, just I'm, just,
3: Fuck you. I'm just saying. You mean you mean in you mean at the end of the year? At the, the end, year? during the wasties. If the you're year, in you
0: last, I think you should have to wear a t shirt for a week straight that sure says
2: now that I'm sure that I'm not gonna be the one. I'd like to institute a punishment. I'm
0: I am i am just I'm saying maybe we can roll it into next year. Listen, I think we should get a shirt that says either my sports take sucks. My sports takes suck, or I don't know sports,
3: and you have to wear Linnea's, it for a week straight. Linnea has a cricket, and we can make that T-shirt in like two minutes.
0: <laughs> a week straight, you have to wear it. I'm saying we don't have to do this this year. I'm saying maybe for We're the next week.
2: Year. I don't care if I lose.
0: For the next wasties, no, I don't.
2: I'm it. just
0: saying this I will this will institute really better takes it. for people. There's stakes now, You're
2: and if you not have not to, wear 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 to go it. to work, you have to
0: wear it under a shirt. Like I. I, I get wait, that you have to wait, go to work,
2: but you have to yeah, wear it under. fantasy, I'm going to be like, hey, like week before the championship, I'm just going to be like, hey guys, I'm in the championship game. I think the losers should have to pay the winner $1,000. Everyone vote. Saying, I don't know. It'll keep Everyone vote. Everyone takes care of the, uh, no.
0: I understand not. at the, at the, I think next year this should be instituted. At the end okay, of this so season. Talk
2: about for next year. But you can't just talk about rules starting right now. It's just a T-shirt. In third, I'm in third place. so
3: I'm probably coming in last, and I want it. I want it. Still,
2: tell you what, if you come in last, you can wear it.
3: <laughs> yeah, then sure.
2: But then who else is in? I'm mean, in. I just realized we don't. I mean, we last. don't have it.
1: We don't have, we a, have a what? Season. I just. I said I don't. I just realized we don't have a next season, like an off season. We say, like, next season as if it's like, all right, we're going to have... Well, the waste is the end of the season. Yeah, I know, but it's just a, we've got a week to think about what we're going to do for the next season. So, big moves. We'll have a big we'll have a big uh, meeting in between the waste season and next, uh, yeah. the next <laughs> episode. Corporate. And we'll
2: do all the content we've got been about PowerPoint. PowerPoint. We'll have to sit we'll down do and
0: look over the analytics and go
3: over our, our listener share and things like that. Our net. Net profits. Net profits. Yeah. Accounting department.
0: That'd be minus <laughs> something. Speaking of, we probably who who had who's paying for it right now? I don't even know.
2: I like I, s- oh my God, guys! Someone switch it off me. I've been paying <laughs> for it for like a who,
0: year and a half. Who hasn't gone yet? <laughs> Let it run. Out. I think I was doing it before. Tucker, I think it was right. me. No, it was me second. I think Dylan first. Me second.
2: I've done it. I've done two right, cycles. Well, I've done for like three years. T- Tucker's gone like for this entire
0: years season years. of ways of Takes. Or and Plus. So it's time to switch that over. But back to <laughs> Takes. We'll,
2: we'll figure okay, that out. But I, I think that. it's my turn. I started it off and then we switched. I'm really concerned with how many like, of those types of things that I sign up for and never unsign up for I'm taking for. And don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And don't worry about it. We'll be fine. Yeah.
0: Alright, Tuck, you got your take?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, my take of the week this week is about a system quarterback. Again, back to back quarterback suck week. Um I think this one has been coming. Honestly shocked, no one said it yet. But um I think Russell Wilson has always been a system QB. Now Russ and everyone brings up like oh he won a Super Bowl, oh he was really good, oh they made all these they made he made two Super Bowls, he won one, all that. Three words of the response. Legion of Boom. Since the Legion of Boom kinda of whittled out, he's three and six in the playoffs, hasn't really won anything anything significant, has never had a single MVP vote in his career. Notorious for red zone turnovers, and is Coach was consistently like, everyone was like, oh, let Russ cook. And he was like, no. And now we know why. Like, he's just average. Geno Smith is in that same. They plugged in Geno Smith into that system, and Geno Smith looks like a world beater. You put Russell Wilson into a system with a great defense, good offensive line, great running backs, and good wide receivers, and he's garbage. He's a system quarterback. Through and through.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know because I think, I think he started to falter before this year. Like, I don't think he was particularly great last year. I think a lot of people gave him a pass because of injuries, uh, over the past two seasons. Um, I, but I tend to agree with you. I think he's overrated. Um, He's kind of always been overrated. People forget.
2: Live update. Astros just hit a home run solo. Uh,
0: that's a shame. Um, Astros. I know. It's a real shame. That's all I'm saying. It's a shame. Um, I lost my train of thought. Um, I think that he's overrated. People forget that he threw an interception on the one-yard line. Yes, Pete Carroll gets a lot of crap for that. But, I mean, he doesn't have to throw an interception there. But he did. Um yeah, I mean, I think there's some merit to it. I think that uh, they have a good system, and clearly, if you can play ball at all, you can be good there. Um, so, no offense to Drew Locke. Um, but yeah, I can get on board with this. I think there's definitely a lot to be said about the system. Um, it's interesting to see now that he's not there, he's very, very bad. Uh, Cameron?
1: Um, I don't think he's assistant quarterback. I think what Trace is right, he started to fall off last year and he just hasn't gotten any better. I think he just wanted to make his money and I wish he didn't. Um, I wish he just retired because there's the question now, is he playing himself out of the Hall of Fame? Um, I don't know if you expected to be this bad, but with the team around you, I mean, Jerry Judy, Portland Sutton, and, um, I don't know who their, uh, tight end is, but the running backs aren't bad. I mean, there, there isn't a reason why you should be this this bad. Because defensively you're pretty good. You're not believing a boom good, but you have a very good defense. And you're playing worse than you did last year even with an injury. So I think yeah, yeah. what is it, a three year deal he has? What are they gonna do? I mean if he doesn't continue to play well then he, they have to get rid of him and I don't think there's another option and no one else is gonna take him. He's gonna have to retire. I don't think that's a system quarterback thing.
3: I think he's just over the hill, and he should have retired last year after his injury. Dale, um, the only information I have, you know, about Russell Wilson is my viewing of him. I've never really like looked, dug deep into him at all. Um, to me, it seems like he used to be, and maybe still is, you know, pretty like athletic quarterback but I don't know if he has the – I mean, he's he's a league vet. I mean, he's played so many years, but does he have the, you know, the mental awareness like some other quarterbacks can, like, you know, pick apart a defense? Um, I feel like if he came to a new system and had that ability, he wouldn't be struggling as much. Maybe he just – maybe he doesn't have that mental aspect of it, you know, uh tactical football smarts like maybe we thought and I think that's part Trey what you mean by a system QB is that they don't they get so locked into the way things are done at their team that maybe they're just kind of not thinking too much into the tactical aspect of of it and that can be exposed on a, on another team I don't know maybe but that could be part of it but I would I would tend to agree I mean it's hard when you play though for one team for so long, and then go to a new team, come back from injury, and expect to be, you know, extremely good, and you just don't. I mean, it could just be that it is a bad team, and they're just not good. Bad coaching.
2: Alrighty. Another run for the Astros.
3: Um,
1: who's gonna take? I do. Got a great one for you guys. Um, so there was news that came out today about uh, some hometown heroes for you guys and uh, our local countryman Jerry Jones and I'm talking about Robert Kraft for you guys. Um, they got a new discussion. Um, I read the article. There was a vote among the NFL owners. 31-1 was the vote in favor of I honestly forget what it was now. It was, it was like a pay
2: raise
0: for Goodell.
1: It was something to do with Goodell. Um, and Jerry Jones is the only one to vote against it. Now, a bunch of old guys, mostly old guys, get in, in a row, voting on stuff. Um, half of them don't want to be able to talk about. Probably just need to find Grant. Probably just <laughs> can't even sign their own name anymore. I, I think that um, the words that were spewed, Jerry Jones apparently said, don't F with me. Kraft said, what? I think he couldn't hear him. Genuinely, I don't think he could hear him. (laughs) (laughs) And then he said, don't mess with me. Cleared it up a little bit. Kraft was like, oh, okay. Probably won't mess with me. Psych. There's going to be a fight. Kraft versus Jones. Mega million fight. Whether it's going to be set up or not. Going to Vegas. Dana White, Joe Rogan, whoever's going to set it up. Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones. Will fight one round, two minutes. One fight. One person's going to
3: die. That's my pitch.
0: I mean, this is.
3: I mean, all right. That's, all right uh, so this is this is bananas. But Cam, okay, I'll give you this. Sometimes the older community tends to get a little frisky. I think what the NFL should do is put these two next to each other at one of these meetings in the conference room or whatever. They're probably doing over the phone anyway, but if they get, get these people together, put them next to each other on purpose, let, the, let them get after it. And just see yeah. if there becomes a little rustle. I mean, if there's some sort of physical altercation, I'll count.
0: Um, I mean, this is ah. up for a most wasted take of the year for sure. Um, this it's pretty much a lock, I think. Um, I don't think that a fight between these two would be sanctioned by the UFC. Um, <laughs> I do, however, you know, maybe it does come to blows. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I think it'll be at an owner's meeting behind closed doors. But I just don't think the UFC would sanction it. If they were to do it, I would love to see an undercard. Don't know if you guys saw, but Dan Schneider's taking a lot of heat, the owner of the Commanders. Um, and Jim Irsay came out, the owner of the Colts, and basically shit-talked him um, to the media. The only owner to do so, so thus far. Um, would love to see an undercar featuring those two. Dan Schneider, all-time scumbag owner, worst
2: on... I got a better undercar, though.
0: Um, well, um, that's what I'm saying. You can have multiple fights. But uh, all-time scumbag over versus Jim Ursay, drug addict owner. That would be electric. Um, and to just touch on the disagreement between the two owners, um, one of my biggest pet peeves about Robert Kraft is the fact that he's still buddy-buddy with um, Goodell. Invited him to his wedding, sticks up for him all the time in these meetings, has had his back over multiple things, and yet the commissioner of the NFL has decided to continually punish the Patriots for stupid little nothings. Uh, Spygate was overblown, and Deflategate was fake. And uh, the fact that Robert Kraft still tries to do business with his rat is infuriating to me. Um Kind of makes it feel like all Kraft's words were for nothing back then. But, um, yeah, I don't know why he, why he licks the boot. And uh would love to see these two fight. Yeah, someone would die, 100%. It would pro- I would take Jerry in that fight. He's got a little more crazy Texan in him than, than good old mushy Bob Kraft. The moves are uh,
2: on a little better. I think Trey, so. So, I, I, so, Pam, I want to say that I love this take. It's ridiculous. It's upper ways that has taken the year, uh, but Trey, I think a better undercard would be Dan Snyder versus Tyson Fury. <laughs> just, just get them out of the way. <laughs> just absolutely put put a heavyweight champion on the other side of that ring. That is must see TV. I think everyone would tune in. I think there'd probably be like twenty people that would be sad at the end of it, and a thousand people cheering.
0: Do you want to know yeah. why I think Jim Ursay is the only one to stick up to Dan Snyder Because all his dirty laundry is already out there. Like everything there is to know bad about, um, Jim Mercey, there's already known and Schneider was like, I have stuff that could take the whole NFL down. I have stuff on every owner and Jim Mercey is like, what does everybody not know about me? Like a woman died in my apartment eight years ago and like, everyone knows about it. So
2: you are correct. Yes.
0: Also, I mean,
1: that's
2: a full-on psycho move that they're like, hey, let's get this guy out of this position. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to find dirt on everyone. No, Something is back. going
1: to happen. It's just a matter of time. There is so much drama in the NFL right now that it's going to break loose. And I cannot wait for that day. And that just putting it out there, I've now made two Jared Jones my die ace. So I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of bad of I me, mean, I hope it doesn't happen, Jerry. I'm kidding. Um, so just wanted to put yes. that out there, and I'm not trying to manifest
0: Shout out longtime listener, Jerry Jones. And uh, not to disrespect Robert Kraft and the uh, Heritage, who uh, Robert Kraft, of course, recently got married. He met his wife at the Heritage um, in Lenox while it was still under the McNinch restaurant group uh, label. Um but I hate I hate his wife. Hate her. Hate her. With a passion. I have a personal I don't like his wife. Oh, bitch. Huge bitch. Wouldn't let me say hello to Mr. Kraft. You I mean you guys know me. You guys know how much manager. What? I thought. No, it was, was her. It, it was her. It was her. You guys know how much I care about the Patriots. The Patriots are my entire life. I just wanted to say thank you to Mr. Kraft. That's all I was gonna say. I wasn't gonna ask him for a picture, I wasn't gonna ask him for an autograph. Brought up my little stepbrother for sympathy points. She wasn't having it. Not right now, he's checking his emails. Bro, he's wasted at a West restaurant. Let me just say hello to him. Thank you. I like people were accosting him all night, and I just wanted to go up and say hello. I was probably the biggest Patriot fan in that bar outside maybe Tucker, but like those people don't care about the Patriots, the, the townies of Lennox. No offense to my hometown, love my hometown. They don't care about the Patriots, not like I do. Just want to say thank you. I hate his wife, I hate her. She's a gold digger. I'm on to you. I have a personal vendetta against you for the rest of my life. That's all I had to say. Um, okay. Um, I have a take. I was going to give a softball take today. I was thinking about it. I was watching the Celtics last night. Joe Missoula looked pretty good in his debut, it looked like he had control of the team. I was going to say that he's going to win a championship as an interim coach. I'm not going to say that because that is a homer take, it's a softball take. I'm going NFL. And I, I kind of preluded this with my lock of the year. This is one still I was going to go with my softball take, but I, I realized, you know, I have such a big league now. You know, it's not even there's not even a point to me trying to trying to rack up points. So Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are down bad. Everybody knows it. Tom put a serious black eye on himself this week. Skipped practice to go to Robert Kraft's wedding, which I love, by the way that he was there. I'm very glad he was there. Shows there's still a good relationship there. I'm hoping that continues after he retires and. He comes back to the, to the light side and, you know, is known as a Patriot over a buck. It's always what I want. Um, but skip practice on Saturday, walk through, very important practice. Um, then sucked wind in the game against the Steelers and was seen on the sidelines screaming at his offensive line. You're effing better than this. You guys are playing like S. You're effing better than this, blah, blah, blah. Really back, bad black eye for the Bucs. Um, Cam texted a uh, group today wondering if Bruce Arian's firing was a mistake. I always said it was a mistake. Yes, he was a dumb bow, but when you let your quarterback run your franchise, you're setting yourself up for failure. The Bucks are down. Everybody thinks they're down. People are counting them out. This is when they turn around. Next week, division opponent, one of the worst teams in the league. If you remember correctly... Patriots were finished in 2014 when they went in and lost to a subpar Chiefs team. This was before Patrick Mahomes. A a subpar Chiefs team beat the absolute crap out of them. They went out against one of the worst teams in the league, Cincinnati Bengals, and kicked the crap out of them. And then they went on a roll and won a Super Bowl. I say that due to the media speculation that Brady stinks and the Bucs are bad, they're going to run the table. Bucs don't lose another game for the rest of the season. That's the take.
2: Uh, I'm going to jump in on this right off the bat. Uh, Number one, no. Team doesn't have it. Brady's Um, over the hill, as I've said. Um, But more importantly, I would have been pissed if I was one of those old linemen. Like, my QB, who's been playing poorly all year. Yes, he's the GO. Who's been playing poorly all year taking time off all the time, doesn't show up on Wednesdays, doesn't show up to preseason, went to a wedding that Friday instead of being with the team. And then he's like, you guys are better than this. You need to play better. Personally, I wouldn't. I'd be like, you know what, fuck you. Like, that That would just be my mentality because I don't know. It feels like Tom Brady's half-assing the season. Like, he takes one day off every single week. He's going through a lot, Tucker. Him. Cut him some slack. through a He's when going through a lot. Has- Oh oh, unlike other NFL players who don't go in through anything. Uh Brian Robinson got shot in the leg twice. He shows up to Wednesday practices. He didn't lose the love of his life, Tucker. Oh, he lost Giselle. She I mean, he was, I, I was, was just hot. He didn't have a
1: million dollar billion dollar industry business to fall back on. He kinda have to play or
2: else he's gonna be shot again. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's running a business. He stressed he just launched a new line of pajamas.
2: Yeah, no, I yeah, like like that guy comes at me being like, oh, like, you guys need to play better? I'd probably be a little pissed off. I can't imagine being one of those linemen that show up to work every day in the trenches and Tom, who was at Bob Crafts wedding on Friday, didn't show up to practice on Wednesday, literally probably went to practice two days back, And he's like, you guys need to be better than this? i am like, fuck you.
0: All right, let's play the schedule game real quick before we move on. So they got the Panthers. Win. Anyone disagree?
2: No. <laughs> no
0: one disagrees. Ravens win.
2: No, disagree.
0: Rams win.
2: All right, I thought this was going to be an easier schedule.
0: Rams sick, suck right now. The Ravens
2: don't look great either. Seahawks. Oh, I'm sorry. This is wait wait versus the Bucks. Yeah, the World beaters
0: What are they? What's their record right now? Four and two.
1: I did. Bucks three and three. I disagree with you, Trey. I don't
2: think there's too many tough yeah. competitions. <laughs> I mean, that schedule did not sound good.
0: The toughest games they have are the Ravens, um,
2: the Bengals, the Rams, the,
0: and the, the, the I wouldn't put the Rams in there. The 49ers. I, those are the three hardest
1: the games. No so good. That's, that's four tough games, honestly.
2: Those aren't, those aren't Ravens, fun. Rams, well. Saints, 49, the rest of division. Bengals, Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals aren't good.
1: And then yeah. the rest are divisional games. Yeah, no, I don't like their odds. Hopefully, they go five hundred.
3: They'll win the Super Bowl, though, for sure. Dylan, I mean, they just got to make the playoffs. Maybe we said this before. Um, uh, yeah, Brady not showing up to practice. What, what is his? Is he just not doing Wednesday practice? Wednesday. At that was he was saying. He,
0: he was taking personal we days Wednesdays.
3: But but he's come he's
0: done that back and forth like he's
2: showing up for some Wednesdays so oh well never mind then what a team guy other players
3: up <laughs> oh, sometimes shows up to mandatory other practice.
0: players do do that kid other
3: other players do that as well it's for the other league. I mean I can understand the reasoning behind it you're only you're only saying this because he didn't play that great of a game you know and maybe this season he hasn't been playing up to um, how incredible that, he's
0: been I'm saying that because major said, media. Personalities uh, like Tucker McNinch are saying that Brady's done, and we've done this four times already, and it's—I know
2: Brady never panned you. out. Sorry, Brady. I, I just wanted to talk to Tom Brady directly for a second. Uh I love you, Tom. We Loved you in Boston, but you should have retired after this season. You had everything. You could have gone out, you know, one of the with a great another great season and an MVP caliber season. Now you're just—it's Brett Favre. Farv-ish. that's what's going on right now. It's like a Brett Favre career end, which no one wanted for Tom. I mean, we knew this was going to happen, though. Like you had yeah, to. wanted. No what do you mean? Brent nobody Favre. wanted that. You wanted.
0: I wanted to be terrible in Tampa Bay.
2: I want no, but I'm saying the retirement. I mean, I thought I thought he should play till he dies. He like I don't. should he he retired last year. He should have retired last year. He, he should have retired in 2020. I I Tom.
1: I I hope you keep playing. Me too. I Tucker said I loved you in the ring, England. I say I loved you in Ted too. That's about it. <laughs> uh, keep playing. I love watching you play. Except when you're on my fantasy team and you give me fourteen points a game. I don't love that. But he's turning it around, busting the Super Bowl, signing the calls.
0: Tommy, I love well, you, baby. Well, Never retire.
3: Well how about what he said uh today or yesterday I've about loving Tom Brady.
0: I've always loved him. We just went through Grace, a tough Grace time. Come back around. He said that multiple times. I'm not rooting for how him about, in any way, shape, or form. I want them to
1: lose every game, but I love him.
3: But how about what he said uh, yesterday, saying preparing for an NFL season is like preparing for a deployment or something like that? Did he really say yeah, that? The,
2: he's getting senile. That's embarrassing. That's yeah, not- you,
3: you don't really want to say say things like no.
0: that. <laughs> Did you hear what he said about um, all the teams no, in the NFL suck, suck mean- now? Did you hear him say that? They kind of do, though. Yeah, but his team isn't any better. <laughs> no, but it, it, it's kind of true, though. It seems it's like it's hundred percent true. The team, the, the legal's down right now. I think it's because the AFC is so much better; they're all beating each other up. Anyway. All right, uh, Dill, you got a take first?
3: us? Um, I do. It's uh, it's football take. We're switching gears, talking the Miami Dolphins. So. Tua is expected to come back this week.
0: I have him starting playing, in my leagues.
3: They have uh, they're playing the Steelers, I believe. Um, now, I this is not a he's going to get a concussion, take and not be able to play again. But this is going to be on the minds of the league, obviously for PR. I think the reps are going to be. Pu- Playing a tight game. They're gonna have no nonsense. I think there's gonna be passer, if roughing the passer calls up the wazoo. Uh, what's the, what's the line on over under, uh, pass, uh, roughing the passer, uh, calls? Uh, I don't know, maybe plus, plus or minus six. We'll see. Uh, but, uh, I think this game, I think the Steelers put up a fight, which is one thing. I think it's going to come down to the wire and much like Tom Brady the other day against whatever team Falcons. I think the Dolphins are going to win this game on a roughing the passer call late in the fourth again on Tua to come down to have a game winning drive because of a roughing the passer call on that drive. So, that's the take.
0: I like this take very specific. Um, I'm going to disagree with you on, on because of one thing, and that's the player himself. Tua came out this week and said that when the hit happened against the Bengals, he was unconscious, doesn't really remember it, but he also said that he's going to take measures in his game to uh, stop these kinds of hits, because, of course, he's had two big hits on him that have resulted in
2: concussion.
3: All right, I'm going to stop you there. Tucker,
2: what are you typing? <laughs> I
0: cannot think. Um... He's had two hits on him that have resulted in concussions. I don't care what the Dolphins say. Um, And he said that he's going to adjust his game to stop those hits. So I think he's going to be shy in the pocket. I think he's going to be scared in the pocket. I think he's going to do the old Tom Brady route of if a guy's got a hand on him, down, sack. If a guy's running straight at him, duck it, sack. He's going to take a ton of sacks for the rest of the season, which I think is better than him dying, 100%. And I think it's better for his career long term. I think that's why Brady's been able to play so long. It's because he never took massive hits uh, in the middle part of his career. Um, I think he's going to play. I, I think he's going to play scare, and uh, it's going to result in a uh, less roughing the passer penalties called because he's going to be just hitting the deck every time somebody gets near him. That's why I'm you know, going to disagree I, with him.
3: Now, I, I'm going to re- rebut this by saying if he goes to the ground more on purpose. There's gonna be more sacks, which is more opportunity for a guy to land on him and get a baloney roughing the passer call. And I think that can we will see that happen. I don't think that's really called though.
0: I don't think it's called if they're on the ground and they roll over them. Uh-oh, Yankees just went heavy. Everything, yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's the Strohs.
1: Strohs went yeah. yeah. 4-1. Um uh, I don't I don't know. They call everything. Here's my thing with two of is I think this is really going to be bad for him. Um, I, I think he is going to adjust his game. And whether it's throwing balls away and getting out of the dodge or taking sacks, um, by just going to the ground, this man has no clue how to, how to land right. Let me tell you that first and foremost. The first time that he, he wasn't able to walk straight, he got, Pushed. Not very hard. It might have been a little late. Not very hard. Backpedaled. Backpedaled. Landed straight on his dome. Didn't try to cover himself up. The second time, I mean, it was a little bit harder for him, but the dude is actively giving himself whiplash and smashing into the ground. I mean, there's not, this doesn't happen to other quarterbacks. Not to mention he's got a previous injury history and the list goes on. I think the problem with Tua is that he's dumb when it comes to just basic calming movements of your body so that you don't get hurt so much so I think that if he's gonna take I think he's gonna be overthinking it I think his game is going to decline and unfortunately I, I wish because I, I, I kind of came around on Tua, but I, I think it's gonna go downhill from here I don't think he's gonna be good um or at least as good and they're gonna have to they're gonna have to get off of him uh, as for the
3: actual take, I love this take. I, mean, it's, uh, I think it's clever, and I can see it happening. The other thing, too, Trey, to think about is if if he's going to play 10 t- <laughs> that gives more ample opportunity for the Steelers to be in the game, late in the game. So that's part of the take, to have a close game coming down to the last drive. So there's that going for me as well.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying I think that he's going to take less penalties. There's going to be less rough-in-the-passer penalties because he's going to
3: take Yeah, times. but they're going to – if it's late in the game, Steelers stink. They have a chance to win. You're going to expect the really terrible and rookie linebacker core to not try and destroy the quarterback if he just decides, I'm going to take the sack and just kind of roll over. Someone's going to lay him out late in the game, and maybe it will be a real rough-in-the-passer.
0: I like to take, Dill, I do. I just... I am choosing to be devil's advocate here. Um, all right. Let's move on to some topics. Fraud of the week. Um, as you guys think one up, I will go with my fraud of the week. It's a team that won. It's the Los Angeles Chargers. I wanted to make them my fraud last week. That was my fraud of the week. You can have it as well. I don't think there's any. No, I need to get my own. Um... Boy, am I done with this team. Um, I've been hearing about for two years now how Herbert is the real deal and yada, yada, yada. They're building it up around him. They've got great weapons in Eckler and um, Allen. And um, they have a great defense now. That was their kryptonite last year. They got Khalil Mack. They got JC Jackson. Uh, They still have Derwin James out there. Uh, Bosa at the end, he's not hurt, is he? It's his brother that's hurt. Um, But boy, does this team like to be bad. They ended up winning against the lowly Broncos in overtime, like with like five minutes left. Took them a while. Um, I think this is a fraud of the week for the Chargers, but I think it should be also focused on the head coach. Staley is clearly terrible. Screwed up that tie in, tie in your in thing last year. Um, Herbert's never been to the playoffs, but I have to put the team out there as well because JC Jackson, who I was upset about leaving the Patriots, hand up, wrong, very wrong. Uh, he stinks. He's like the 116th out of 118 registered corners on PFF right now. Um, terrible. Got benched. They gave him the bag. Turns out, Corner, system in New England, you're just a system corner, whoever you are. Doesn't matter if you're Darrell Rivas, Stephon Gilmore,
2: Malcolm Butler. Well, you, Darrell Rivas and Stefan Gilmore have been very good.
0: Correct, you're right. They are good, but they were – maybe not Rivas, but Gilmore was at his best in New England. Butler was at his best in New England. Um, Al-Qib Talib was at his best in New England, like – New England guys best. Correct. Yeah. Like New England can pump out corners. They've got this Jack Jones kid who's looking like really good. He's all over the place. He's on he's near every play. Um Yeah, so I, I, I hand out a fraud to this whole team. JC Jackson, you're a fraud. Brendan Staley, you're a fraud. Herbert, watch yourself. You're you're fraudulent. I won't say you're a fraud, you're a tad fraudulent. Um, yeah, the Chargers. I'm done with this team. I, I will not buy the hype on them anymore until they do something different. Um, Tucker, do you want to, do you want to roll with it or you got a different one?
2: No, I, I roll with yours, but I have my own fraud and it's the Ravens stamina or their strength and conditioning coach. Because this team just can't play two halves of football. I mean, they're supposed to be the super, you know, Ravens have this history of being like this super gritty, super tough team, and they are super good at being incredible in the first half, and then being absolute trash afterwards. I mean, they cannot hold the lead to anyone right now. They're just, they're the opposite of gritty. When the going gets tough, they just give up. So they're my frauds of the week right now. Uh, Cameron. so i don't i don't have one really
1: i mean one tucker i mean we took their defensive coordinator that's definitely a big part of it which i love i know it's more than that but um, just saying we had an awesome game plan there um fraud of the week I, i don't really have one to be honest with you um i have a fraud watch and i don't know if you're gonna like it trey Fraud exactly. watch, watch, James Garoppolo oh. of the San Francisco 49ers. Oh. He's being looked at. I'm not going to call him one yet. Um, I'll always, I, I backed up Jimmy this whole year. He's had a couple of iffy, iffy performances, and he's actually, he's not winning. So he's had the iffy performances in the past, but he's won. Now we got to see if you can put it together and make the playoffs. So we're going to give him some time. No playoffs this year. Jimmy G from us.
0: Hate it. Not a fraud. Winner. Look at his career record. Um, Dylan?
3: No, I'm similar. I don't have a fraud this week. I have a couple on watch that are dependent on certain outcomes, I guess. Uh, But one thing, Trey, with the Chargers was that I had uh, Eckler, as a fraud a few weeks ago. Um And he's kind of been tearing it up a little bit, even though the team's not doing great. So I don't know if I need to redact my fraud uh, and just give it to the team and jump on your bandwagon. Um But, yeah, he's kind of picked it up the uh, past three weeks.
0: Just take him off fraud watch for now.
3: He's. I'll take him off, but I'll put the Chargers on.
0: Chargers on fraud watch. You're not ready to call them frauds.
3: No, I'm on. I'm all in with you on on Chargers uh, frauds. But but Eckler, I think, uh, might be off the watch.
0: AFC West is kind of AFC West is kind of fraudulent. The entire thing, except for the Chiefs. Like that do was, we want it? That was supposed to be a very uh, it, competitive
2: it, it, division. Is the AFC the best division in football?
0: Probably, yeah. It's
2: close. It's up there. It's probably that, and and the NFC is it's those I two right now, NFC's for sure. They're the NFC. I so. think the
0: Patriots are closer to the top teams than the commanders are closer to the top teams.
2: Correct, but do you think uh, I think the Bills and Eagles, you can say they're at the same level. And then if you're talking about the Dolphins at Tua versus the Giants, I would say they're at the same level if not higher. The Patriots That's versus the, the Cowboys.
0: The, Jets are, place, well,
2: Jets, the Jets are in third place, yeah, Tucker. The Jets are in third place. no. Jets are in second, I think. No, they're not. No, no they're, they're not. They're four and two. Oh, they are. Yeah, but I would on. put
3: I would put the Jets probably higher, lower than the Cowboys. But I would I put too. the Dolphins above the Cowboys.
0: They're about equal, I'd say. The and two the divisions. The
1: Patriots about with the Cowboys.
0: I'd say they're pretty even. Patriots are better than the Commies. Dolphins are worse than the Cowboys. Giants are better than the Jets. And the Eagles, yeah, I guess NFC East wins that. Man. Eagles width. are worse. Than, no, it's about even. It's about even. A lot
3: more wins, though.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get into some segments. Like I said last week, we're not going to bury the lead here. Giants, top of the show. The better team gets the spotlight. Big win over the Ravens. Giants, like Tucker mentioned, disrespected. People putting them low on their power rankings. Colin Coward had the Patriots at nine. He had the Giants below them. I don't know the exact number. Had them below them. Um, I think the Giants are legit. I've said this before. Big win. Ravens. Fraud watch for me. Forgot to mention that. Ravens are on fraud watch for me. Um, Might be time to make a little bit of a change down there. Something's not right. Um, but yeah, Giants with a big, a big, uh, prove it win. I think a lot of te- a lot of people thought they weren't necessarily a, uh, they, they didn't have a good schedule or whatever. They beat the Packers who have been, you know, kind of bad. And now they beat the Ravens who have been less than what we thought they were, but they're still, I mean, if you were to rank the top three teams in the AFC, they're in the conversation to be top the third. Their third to fifth is, is impossible to tell between them, the Bengals, and whoever else. Um, Cameron, how are you feeling? One lost start. Danny Jones, the guy. Anything you want. They're your team. They're the better team right now the, yeah. of, the, of the show. Uh, what do you think?
1: Uh-huh. So I've been saying the same thing every week. I can't get my hopes up too high, but I also, I mean, what hopes were there to begin with? So I'm... I'm over the moon. I, I I don't agree with the disrespect putting them at tenth. Patriots above them. The plus three against the uh, the Jags. But I understand to a point that I think this is a we're going to have to wait and see the entire season before we can judge them. Um, unfortunately, because you look at the roster defensively, they're a powerhouse. They the pass rush is insane. Are two safeties, Xavier McKinney has played 1,300 straight snaps without taking a break, which is unreal. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, and then Julian Love is coming into his own. So defensively, we are very good. Um, offensively, it doesn't really make sense. Saquon is, is a baller. Janny Jones just passing the ball without making mistakes. And I guess that's really all you need to do to win. It's kind of like a 49ers Jimmy G situation, to be honest with you. You have a playmaker on offense, Debo, Saquon. Don't have too much talent at quarterback, but you do enough to just get by and win And then your defense is really good. So that's kind of what I'm comparing it to. I'm hoping it keeps going like that. Our coaching staff, I'll say it again, amazing. Um, I think this is a 10 and 17 team at the moment. Maybe 11 and six. That is my hope. Um, anywhere a nine and eight finish to this season would be brutal because I don't think that gets you in the playoffs. And that's what we're hoping for right now. So, Cam, um,
0: let me get, let me get a percentage of, of that nine and eight or worse, like disaster, not making the playoffs season happen. Um, for me, like I'd say, the chance of them making the playoffs right now, I'd say, is like 60% for me. I think there's a 40% I, yeah. chance, which is extremely large, that they will implode and it will all start to go wrong. And they'll end up missing the playoffs or being a very, very low seed after a 5-1 and one start. I mean, that'd be pretty disastrous. I think it'd be great for them to make the play. Like, obviously, that should be, you should be pumped up about that. Like, anything can happen. But still, where they're at right now, they should be looking at this top wildcard slot, if not the NFC East title, which... Could happen. The Eagles are one win ahead of them. Uh, what would you put that percentage of, of them having an epic collapse at? So uh, if
1: you if you say epic collapse would be nine and eight, right? They finish. I mean, yeah, four,
0: like like miss the playoffs. Episode. I guess I would I would quantify. Miss what is the, the percent chance they miss the playoffs? I would say that there's <laughs> a 30, 333
1: thirty thirty three point three. Percent chance. I'd say one out of every three times they're missing the playoffs in this situation. The thing that I, I, one that I'm scared about is that we've only played one divisional game, and every divisional game we're going to play, I think, is going to be close. Regardless, the NFC's It's always been like that. Um, the piece that encourages me is that we're winning close games. I think we're going to keep every game close, and we're going to come out on top at least half of them just because of the grind, the grit, the heart. Team. <clears throat> so my prediction is we will make the playoffs um, I give ourselves about a 67% chance um, and I think we end up ten-seven, 7 wild card 6 seed, somewhere in that neighborhood end up playing uh, honestly I, I don't mind really who we end up playing if you look at the top of the NFC right now you got the Eagles, let's say they'll win the division. Bucks will probably win the South. Um the West is kinda up for grabs. It's I mean, Rams, 49ers are most likely gonna win it. Um and then the NFC North, the Vikings who are uh, always kinda collapsed. So I'm not scared of the NFC East. I don't mind going as a wild card. Both of our last two Super Bowls were wild cards. Um, so I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I mean, there's, we don't have really anything to lose either. Daniel Jones isn't necessarily playing for, uh, he's playing for his position, but he's not overdoing. It. He's just trying to win games, which I really like. Um, I, I would say, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think we're going to make the playoffs. I, I don't see it a, a total implosion. Um, I, I can't see it with this
0: team 33.33 repeating of course shout out Leroy Jenkins uh, Tucker same question to you uh, about the Giants what what percentage of them making or missing what percentage of them of of them missing the playoffs do you have like what's your probability that they'll miss the playoffs at this point uh,
2: I haven't really done a deep dive on their schedule yet but
0: It's got to be weak. NFC East, weak schedule.
2: I'm looking at it right now. East isn't as bad anymore. Honestly, I'm not... Cam, no offense to you, but I still have this as 50-50. I just think that the... I mean, the NFC East is going to be... You know, you got to play the Eagles twice. Rizzo just hit a bomb. Um. And I just think the conference is going to... I just think there's always issues. I think it's too early to be certain of anything at this point. Um, I don't know. I've thought the team's been playing really well, but not overly talented. Um, So I think they have a good chance of making it. And honestly, I really like Dable and think this team's got a promising future. But as for this season, I'm still keeping it a little bit cautiously optimistic. Uh, just because, you know, anything can happen. First year head coach. So cautiously optimistic's probably the only way I can describe it.
3: Uh, Dill, same question to you. No, I think I think I'm even higher than Cam. I'm going like eighty percent here. Um Giants have Jags, Seahawks, Texans, Lions in their next four.
0: That should be four wins right there.
3: I they can get four wins out of that. Imagine being nine and one. Then the tough part comes. They play Cowboys, Commanders, Eagles.
0: Oh, three Commanders. straight divisional games.
3: That's four straight. Oh, Cowboys,
2: Commanders, Eagles, command Commanders. So I will say that.
3: Now, uh, imagine a scenario where they win the next four games. They're nine and one. There's seven games left. Most of they're all divisional, outside of one against or two. One against the Colts and one against the Vikings. Um, they can be they both gotta, those teams. They gotta go four and or two and five out of the, those seven, and they're surefire in. So, I think if they can pick up three out of four wins in their next four games and go three and four or two and five in the next seven. They're sure fire in with 10 wins. Um, I can see that happening as they stay healthy, especially if Saquon stays healthy. Um, and, you know, end of the season, things can get gritty. You know, the Eagles, you know, obviously they're great. Any other teams in the division, they could get um, injury trouble too late in the season. So I think it comes down to if they can stay healthy, win the next few games, and I think it's kind of a lock.
0: Um, all right, Cam, everybody's high on the Giants. Seems like Tucker and I are the lowest, but uh, we'll see. Um.
3: And shout-out to Linnea again for calling Giants having a good season before season said.
0: Oh, yeah. Nailed it. Um. All right, so Patriots beat the crap out of the Browns. Thank you, Lord. I just wanted to beat this scumbag franchise for the sake of beating a terrible franchise that deserves no wins, no happiness. I... Hate the Browns. Never hated them before. Hate them now. Um, I mean, this was the Zap. This was the Bailey Zappy game. Threw it a lot more. Looked pretty good. Went over 200 yards. Um, or went over 300 yards. I think. Um, defense played well. You know, all around good game. Browns, I think, stink. So uh, this is two games against um, for Bailey against bad teams that he performed well in. So you can't knock him for it, but you can't praise him too much. Um, so I don't want to talk too much about the game. I want to cover what's going on in Boston right now. Don't know if you guys have heard about it. It's called Zappy Fever. Everybody's got the Fever. And if you're not a Zappy guy, then you're vaccinated. So <laughs> if, you, I love that. if you're showing signs of the Zappy Fever, or do you have your Maxination? Now, here, here's where I'm at on. I talked about it a little last week. My perspective has kind of changed. Um, I said last week, ride Zappy till he stinks. I'm kind of doubling back on that. Um, From what I've seen, these two guys are the same guy. Uh, Right now, I think Mac is a tad more talented. Obviously, he has a year in the system. They changed the system this year. But in these past two games, I think they've reverted to the system that they had. I said this to you guys today. I think if you put Mac in the same situation as Bailey these past two games, where you're playing bad opponents and you are running a simplified playbook, similar to what they ran last year, um, where Bailey Zappi has had 33% of his dropbacks, he's had play action. Mac was around 5 to 10, I think, which I think is a huge, huge difference. Uh, The play action game has been working. These receivers have been wide open. Don't know how, but it's been happening. Um, I think if you put Mac in this situation, the same one Bailey's in, I think he's doing just as well, if not better. So um, I still think Mac has a higher upside than this kid. I think this kid can play. I think he's a legitimate quarterback in the NFL. I think he's probably a backup, but I think he should have a chance to start either here or somewhere else. Um, If he keeps this up, he's taking care of the ball. Again, he took care of the ball this week, had a fumble. Not his fault. It was on Isaiah Wynn, who's the worst player on the team, by the way. Um, but he's doing well. I mean, he's not doing too much and but he's not doing he doesn't have to do too much. Like that's the thing. Like he hasn't had to make any big time throws really. He had a nice ball to DeMonte Parker that was a hundred percent Parker's great catch. Come around on him, by the way. I shouldn't have shouldn't have been so mean to him at the start of the season. I'll admit that. Oh yeah. I tell you, I I admit when I'm wrong. I do it all the time. Um But the the real thing here is the play calling that's changed. So here's where I'm at with the Zappy Mac thing. I think this upcoming Monday game against the Bears, Mac's got to start. If he can play, he's got to start. Because the next game after that is the Jets. Actually an important game all of a sudden. Because the Jets are playing well. The Jets are in second in the division. They look good. They look like a solid team. Their defense looks pretty darn good. Sauce Gardner is is a dude um they of course beat the Packers last week so I think you got to play Mac this game either he stinks and you go back to Zappi or he plays well and that way you have momentum with him going in to the Jets game I don't think you can start Zappi here and not start Zappi the Jets game too I think whoever starts Monday night has to start against the Jets they're going to beat the brakes off the Bears obviously the Bears stink Belichick went into seven minute detail about how good they are that shows that they're terrible he only does that about terrible teams um, so they will beat the brakes off the bears. There's going to be a good momentum game. I think you start Mac here, even if he's at 80%, which is what the reporting is right now. There was a report today that he was at, he's at 80 to 90%. He wanted to play. now they're saying he wanted to play through the injury, which is what this report. So obviously conflicting reports. Um, but you've got to play him Monday. Um, and then take that momentum into the Jets game, which is actually a huge game for them. So, um, I think I would have to say I'm vaccinated. Maybe I haven't had my booster shot, but I am vaccinated. I do not. I have slight symptoms of zappy fever that are dissipating. Uh, Tucker, Patriots game, and uh, do you have the fever or are you vaccinated?
2: I'm both vaccinated with the fever. I don't think the ma- um. I'm maybe I'm not double vaccinated. And that's my problem. Um, but. Trey, I could not disagree with you more about playing your, hopefully, franchise quarterback at 80% and maybe risking him getting re-injured so that you don't play Zappi again. I just think that would be the worst that you can do. Zappi's been playing well, honestly. Right now, trade stock's going up for him. I think he's worth probably a second rounder right now. You get another good week against the Bears. Someone might give up a first-rounder for ba- Bailey Zappi.
0: No chance. Which would be right? They didn't give up a first for Jimmy Garoppolo, who was much better in his time.
2: Yeah, but they also said that Jimmy Garoppolo, people were willing to, but Bill wanted to put him in a good system. Stupid. It's actually a pretty honorable thing to do. Yeah, I for the first time in his career,
0: that. he respected the wishes of a player, which is
2: insane. But I think he respected it just to spite Bob craft and, and Tom, I think. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think that, yeah, I mean, I like both guys. If Max 100% next week, then yeah, he should be the starter again. I still think that he's, I haven't seen anything out of Zappy that makes me believe that he's something better. I think he's done exactly what he's supposed to do. I think he's been better
0: better than he was supposed to be. I thought, I thought this kid sucked when they drafted him.
2: No, no, I'm saying he did everything that he was supposed to do. Not that everything he was expected. Nothing was expected of him. Yeah, I've but uh, yeah, I mean, I have thought he's been playing well. And why the hell would you risk injuring him, Mac, against the Bears just to not hurt his ego? I think that's good. I think QB controversies are good for the team. It'll only Last time we had a QB controversy, it ended up with uh Tom Bra- Tom Brady, so I'm a big fan of QB controversies. Hey, the best man win.
0: So I don't think this is a controversy until the Jets game. If Bailey Zafi's still starting the Jets game, you have a controversy on your hands. Um Dylan, fever or maximation?
3: Oh, I'm I'm full on fever. Um now I know Zappi hasn't played against the best opponent. He did go up against um, the Packers, who we have as major frauds. And, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe you can't put too much into that. But he did come off the bench not knowing that he was going to play. You know, he had a chance to play maybe. but And then it was his first game ever. And he played very well. And I know they're changing the scheme, but still. Highest passing rating of any QB right now. I know it's only two and a half games or almost three games. Uh, and he's making the right plays. And he looks comfortable in the pocket. He's not skittish. And he's throwing a catchable ball. I think this guy is a serviceable backup currently. I think he's got the potential to be a serviceable starter. I think it's not a bad idea to ride him out now. Give Mac a chance when he's a hundred percent percent healthy. But I the thing is, is I would like for us to see more of him this season than less and have to make a decision next season on if we want to keep him or trade him or keep Mac or trade him. I don't want to have a scenario next year where we have both of them and Mac starting without seeing more of Zappi this year. I think they need to ride him out as much as they can to get as much as they can look after him. But I got the fever. I think he's good enough I think he's got potential to be better than Mac. I think Mac's got better trade potential so if they can get confidence in Zappy trade Mac and I'm fine with that. um
0: I think if Mac wins a job, Zappy's gonna be here for the next at least two years um because they just drafted him. He's a rookie. I don't know. Maybe not because his draft. No, stock No, I not, think
2: there'll be someone. You know, QB gets injured, they need someone, and then the name Bailey's after. Yeah, I
0: mean up. the draft stock will be never be higher than it is right now, or you know, at the if he plays the rest of the season, then at the end of the season, especially if they,
2: that's my point. Yeah, Train so them. we'll
0: see. I mean, we'll see on the trade stuff. I don't know. I think we're getting ahead <laughs> of ourselves. First, we got to figure out who's the guy. I mean, Dylan has the sweats. He's got the, the aches and pains. Traded.
2: Jimmy Garoppolo, when he was, his draft stock was at an all-time high. I mean, if he plays another... If he no, plays he he stayed, stayed the rest of
0: that season um, when he started, and they traded him halfway through the next season. So he was still there for a while.
3: Who are we playing this week?
0: The Bears. Worst team in the
3: NFL. Right. If he plays... Again, he's playing a, a bad team, so I, I want to see him against a good team. You said the Jets? Eh, good. Probably not. But if he comes out again against the Bears... And plays extremely better than Fields, and we win the game by a hundred. Like what else do you want from the guy?
0: I so I agree with you. I think if you they you start gotta, Bailey
2: you've gotta let it ride.
0: I think if you start I mean, Bailey this game in
2: terms of the fact that Justin Fields is a bust.
0: Yes, we've talked about that. I think if you start Bailey this game, you have to start him against the Jets. I don't think you can make the change then. I think, I think if you're, you're gonna good. make the change, it has to be this week. That's basically what I'm saying, Bill. I, I would agree with that. Um, so Dylan's, Dylan's got the sniffles. He's got the aches and pains. He's got the fever. I've had COVID. <laughs> Cam, I've had Zappy fever. Go ahead. Ask me that. Cam, you don't know. We know that you have been Be sick back, as it? a dog.
1: Ask me about Cam it. has been
0: sick as a dog for a month now with Zappy I'll fever. Tell you what, Patient zero.
1: I'll tell you what doesn't work. The Maxine doesn't work (laughs) because I got Zapatitis B, baby. (laughs) I am a baby (laughs) Zappy fanatic and I've been there through thick and thin, huge Hilltopper fan.
0: Day one, Cam said Zappy's a stud when we drafted him. Day one.
1: Yep. I knew it was going to happen. Also, going to repeat it. Zapatitis B. That's on me. Um, I should have millions of trademarks from the show, uh, whoever's listening to it, just take some from us and that's fine, never take it, I give away my time. For um, I love this zap guy, wish he didn't go to the past, so said it, or I'll say it again, but look, you guys, what you should do, you should start him against the Bears, 100% I think that's what's going to happen, He's going to play well. And then you're not gonna start him against the Jets. And that's gonna be the opposite decision that Bill Delic decided to make when he started Brady over Jimmy G and they won a Super Bowl. Great. He started Brady over Bledsoe, they won a lot of Super Bowls. Great. This is where we talked about Bill being on the downfall, about not care about the future. He's just saying, you know what? I don't want to leave a legacy like this. Um I I want them to, to crumble after I'm gone so that I look like I was the uh, I was great when I was here. So I think Dap is going to start this one. Going to play well, and then Matt Jones is going to come in. He's going to win a couple of games. He'll make it to the playoffs, nine and eight. Maybe he'll make it. Um, and that's just going to be up for you guys. He um, can't reverse the maxination. So unfortunately, I think you guys are you guys are kind of folded. But uh, yeah, that's 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 my two cents.
0: All right. Um, the fever has gripped to the podcast. Um, all right. So, uh, any other NFL stuff we want to touch on? Um, I didn't have too much from this week. I had Brady on the list, but we kind of already covered him. Um, is there anything else that anybody, any other games anyone wants to touch on?
1: Not really. Even the Chiefs-Bills was pretty unentertaining. I I don't think there's anything you can take away from that game that you're not Talked about. I mean, the Chiefs Bills. My one takeaway
0: from that game is that the Chiefs will beat the Bills in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly.
1: Terrible (laughs) win. Bills should not have won the
0: game. Tucker, you got got anything on Chiefs Bills?
3: All right. Dylan? Um, Yeah, I I think. The Bills have this knack of being touted as a very great team, and push comes to shove, they kind of falter um, when you're going against the extremely formidable opponent of the Chiefs. Come up short, but at some point, they need to start winning these games. They won. Bills won. That's what I meant. <laughs> I, I, I was wondering where you gone That's what I meant. Why did I think that the Chiefs won this game? It was close. Wow, I don't understand. I knew that too, because I watched the end of it. I'm watching the baseball game, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, no. Everything that I just said, say the reverse. Bills are now feeling it, because they're winning team against teams that they should, that maybe they shouldn't beat, but are formidable opponents. Sorry, Jesus Christ.
0: Um, and, alright, um, Final four in baseball are the Yankees, the Astros, the Padres, and the Phillies. Uh, Give me your pick out of those four, um, and we'll just go from there. I am rooting for the Phillies, hardcore. The other three teams I dislike greatly. I'll put them in order. Number three most disliked would be the Padres, simply because I don't like Manny Machado. Ended Dustin Majora's career, scumbag. Struck out against Chris Sale to lose the World Series. My number two teams, the Astros, cheaters, hate them, scum. And they're not even sorry that they cheat. They just, they don't care. Um, one, the Yankees for obvious reasons. So I'll be rooting for the Phillies, uh, Philadelphia, crazy towns, very similar to Boston and their sports fandom. Respect them. Don't necessarily like them. Respect them. Uh, go Phils.
2: Tucker? Um, yeah. My team that I'm rooting for, I'm rooting for two teams here. It's the Padres, number one. And the Astros, number two, because I put futures on both teams. I'm a great gambler. I'm a terrible gambler, but I'm great at betting futures. I don't know what it is about futures, but I have a knack for it. I had UNC future. I ha- Every time I bet futures, I have a team in the championship. I had a really good Celtics future at, like, 15 to 1. I had a UNC future at 75 to 1. I have. The Padres at 20 to 1. I just get these high odds futures. I'm dead on all the time. And then, so I know the Padres are already making the web series. Phillies don't have a shot in hell. Uh, and then I have the Astros, and I love the Astros because they own the ink. The Astros absolutely own the ink.
0: They are bad. So,
2: you know what? I love my bets right now. I'm feeling confident. And an Astros uh, versus. Padres World Series. I'm rooting for the Padres because I had 4 to 1 odds versus 20 to 1 odds, so I'd rather the the Padres win, but you know, what? I'm a winner either way. So,
0: I would definitely root down. for the Padres as well. Um, Dylan, who's your team?
3: Um, I'm going to root for whatever team beats the Yankees and then not the Astros. So you're not after fan. that, or <laughs> uh, Padres? Definitely not the
0: Um Also, Phillies have Kyle Schwarber, Red Sox hero. Um, Cameron, how do you feel about your baseball team?
1: Same as always. I don't have, a, I don't have a, any difference with what I felt. I have no high hopes for them whatsoever. Um, I don't expect them to win at any point. I almost expect a loss. I hope they win. I want them to win, I'm rooting for them. Um, but I'm not getting my hopes up, and I'm not going to be called out in groups group have got for being a Yankees fan and always losing, because I know I don't like, I love being a Yankees fan in the sense that uh, we're probably a baseball team I like the stripes and uh, I can root for them, and they're good, but they always let me down at the end of the season. Um, 2009. I was young. It was fun. I remember it. I enjoyed it. Um, but back in the day, when I was like four, um, I don't remember too much of it. So I just want to win one, man. I really do. I want something to to hold on to for a little bit. But it's not looking great. It's
0: been a while for you, Cam. Been a while. Um, all right. Um, NBA also started. Don't have many thoughts on it. So we'll just kind of skip it for now until it gets more interesting. Uh, Celtics win the championship. That's my take. Um, All right. Let's get into our list, guys. We have decided upon reality shows. Uh, Reality shows. Now, these can be a reality show like Jersey Shore. Could be a reality show like, I don't know, a competition show like, say, MasterChef. Like, could be those shows. Any Anything that's a unscripted, for the most part, um, reality show. Could have a prize, could not have a prize. Um, I don't have my entire list yet. Does anybody have a number five ready to go?
1: Yep, I got mine ready to go. I'm going to give some uh, honorable mentions. I would encourage you guys to do the same because I always have trouble putting together the full list. So if I could have your ideas, um, that'd be great if just out there. Uh, I'm gonna throw some crazy ones out there. One of them is gonna be the Disney Channel games. Uh, um, wow. I don't know if you guys remember them doing blue, red, yellow, and green teams with all the Disney Channel actors. You to love that. Um, they used to go crazy. You used to see all your favorite people. Um, and then Total Drama Island. It said non-scripted, but we didn't know it was gonna happen. Uh obviously that That was a great one. I'm glad that's um, an honorable mention. Um, American Ninja Warrior as well. Um, I don't know if that would count, but I put it on there. And then also uh, Dancing with the Stars, which I mentioned earlier. Uh, just started getting into it, so it felt like it couldn't make my list. But number five, I'm going with Vassalor the series franchise. Um Mike is hate for, for this one. I think it's hilarious. I thoroughly enjoy watching the girls cry and freak out about a guy that they just met two days ago and they are in love with, head over heels, best guy in the world. I think it's hilarious when they just get sent home and no cares are given. Um, specifically, that's when like Paradise is a lot more fun than watching it right now and watching after this. Um, that's fun.
0: Um, does anybody want to go next or should I go next? You can go. <laughs> um, all right. My number five, I'm going to go with a show. I don't know how well it's known. It's called The Mole. Um, the Mole is a show that was on in the early 2000s. Um, that was the host was actually a young Anderson Cooper, which was wild when I turned it on. It's on Netflix, two seasons of it on, on Netflix. Basically what it is, is it's like 20 people. And they're all competing every week to put money into a big pot. And at the end, the winner gets the entire pot. Um, the one twist is there is one person being paid by the show in the group of people that is actively trying to sabotage. Um, at the end of the, every episode, they take a test to determine who they think is the mole. Whoever is the most wrong gets kicked out. Obviously, the mole itself, they can't be wrong. So they automatically make it to the final three. It's a super interesting show. It's super interesting to try to figure out who the mole is. They leave little hints here and there. They're really hard to spot though. Um, highly suggest you check it out on Netflix. It's a quick watch. Um they, Yeah. You
2: know the mole just got rebooted. I right? d-
0: I was going to mention that. So they just rebooted it. I'm yeah. only like 2 sec 2 se- two episodes into the new season. I watched it with my girlfriend. Not as good as the old one from what I can tell so far. The old show is really really good. They have like people that are like 60 on there. They got 20 year olds. Every different race, like age, creed, everything, and you got to figure out who's being sussed. They have Celebrity Mole too, um, with with like seedless celebrities, which is kind of kind of fun. So, uh, highly recommend you give that a watch. The Mole is my number five.
2: Um, Tucker, my number dude? five is The Circle. Oh uh, the shit! You started watching it absolutely ridiculous concept with just the people like you don't know basically basically it's totally an online thing no one sees each other you can pretend to be or can be whoever you want and you kind of gain popularity while pretending to be someone or playing as yourself on like an online personality so interesting concept definitely a lot of weirdos in the show uh but you know what it has a lot of betrayals and it's fun to watch. So number five I have the circle.
0: Great show. Honorable mention for me. Uh, Dylan.
3: <clears throat> uh, number five I'm going to fall suit with Cam. I'm going to go uh, The Bachelor specifically like you said Cam uh, because it is funny watching the girls get very upset when they have to leave the show. I just met the guy. Uh, Linnea watches this. She watches all the bachelor stuff every week. Um, the reason why I like it so much is I get free two hours to myself when the show's on. on. So that's always <laughs> good. Uh, but when I do watch, uh, I guess you get, it's entertaining to a point a little bit. Uh, so, you know, put it at number five, solid choice. A lot of people like it.
0: I'm going to say about as you Dell, but it did not sniff my list. Hate the show. Um, Cam,
2: number four?
1: <laughs> yep, number four, I got the circle. Uh, actually, uh, I already said it. All right, number four is going to be circle. I'm going to swap. It's going to be my number three. Um, I think this show is so funny. Um, I I don't really, I think it's very flawed, um, especially when it gets to the, top, the bottom five. Yeah, that's my problem. It's very, very flawed. And I also think that it's for in the sense that they bring in like a new person and the bottom six and it's just not fair and they're always going to get voted off. Um, but I think it's just hilarious. The people that they cast for it, they do a very good job. First
2: season uh, was the best them. season.
1: First season was unreal. I was dying, crying tears. Um, Shout out Shubham. Better. Shout out everyone. Um, my favorite dude is the old guy, I think, with the,
3: uh, he made up the, the curly hair dude. Um, that was a good one.
1: Um, what
0: was his name? River. River, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. The, it's going to be number three. I'll come back to four. Rowie Joey was my, my top guy. Uh, yeah. Um, my number four is going to be probably widely considered the GOAT, Jersey Shore. Now, as a middle school person, this show was huge. I um, wasn't allowed to watch it, so I would sometimes sneak a peek at some episodes here and there. I would talk like I didn't like it, uh, but I enjoyed watching it. Um, sat down for the last time last year and watched the whole thing through. What just an entertaining premise. These garbage human beings put in this place together. Literally the same thing happens every week. The couple, Sam and Ron fight, and Mike does something stupid and Polly and Vinny are boys, and then the two meatballs are running around doing God knows what. And then Jenny's, like, cheating on her boyfriend or breaking up with her boyfriend. Same thing happens every week, but it's always entertaining. Um, haven't watched any of the new stuff with the spinoffs. I don't really care about them that much. That's why it's my number four. It's not, like, an obsession of mine, but it was highly entertaining. Like, it hits the early 2010s pop culture right on the nose. It's, like, the vibe of it is just, like, yep, I remember, like, Everything about this, like this time period, like this is when I was becoming a teenager. Like this is when like everything was changing and it's like a very vivid memory of a time in my life and it's weird, but it is highly entertaining. Um, If you've never seen it and you like trash TV, I consider most of these shows that I'm listening trash TV. This is a, one of the top trash TV shows. I mean, reality television is just trash TV. Exactly. And sometimes you got to watch trash TV though. So this is my number four. Uh, Tuck. Uh,
2: my number four is Big Brother. Only watched a couple seasons of seasons. I actually it. never made it through a full season, but it's every episode I watch has always been entertaining. But I honestly, not a huge reality television guy. I add this up because if it was on Netflix or something like that, I'd binge it, but it's not on anything. So it's harder to watch. Uh, But Big Big Brother, fan. so number
3: four.
0: Um, Dylan.
3: Uh, number four for me is, uh, one I talked about before when we talked about favorite TV shows that you guys have never watched. I'm sure of it. It's called Curse of Oak Island. Never. Uh, it's a show around this island in Nova Scotia where supposedly there's a buried treasure and these buffoons spend millions of dollars every year trying to uncover it and uh it's a show i've watched since i was probably in middle school there's so many seasons of it um usually you know watch it with my dad uh back in the day even in college we would like it was like monday night so there's nothing going on we would like sit on the phone and watch it together, which is kind of cool i guess but um it's fun show something good to hope that they find something but whenever they spend a shit ton of money to dig a hole, uh, they never find it. And it's kind of funny to laugh at them. So yeah, curse of island. Island.
0: cam back to you. at Number four.
1: Microphone glitching. Um, yeah. So going back to number four now, I'm going with chopped, chopped. Good um, good show. I was thinking about all of them. I never got into house Kitchen. Um, now, Kitchen Nightmares is another one that actually might be ahead of Chuck. And I think I'm going to replace with Kitchen Nightmares now that I'm thinking about it. Because <laughs> Chuck, I don't, I I used to watch a lot, like just watching the Food Channel as a kid. Kitchen Nightmares I've actually kind of kept up with. And I think it's hilarious. It has to be somewhat scripted. There's absolutely no way that these people, these owners could be so bad just growing mold and mushrooms in their freezers and like not caring about anything and then screaming at customers I don't believe it um but I love it I think it's hilarious Gordon Ramsay is just puts on the absolute show the best in uh, show business and Chopped maybe just not enough for me so yeah I'm switching it out a lot of switching going on we got Bachelor, then Kitchen Nightmares then what did I say so
0: Cam, do you remember how much chop we watched in Sarasota?
1: So much chop. So So many little tiny beers. Little, so small. (laughs) Pitch. Pitch.
0: Um, Um, Peanuts. um, Peanuts. Um, All right, my number three is going to be a show called Are You The One? Now, don't know if you're familiar with this. Cam, I think this show would be right up your alley. Only dating show I have on here. The top of the trash television list is Are You The One? What a show. So they put all these horny young people in a house together. And they've done a compatibility test. And in their test, in the house is their supposed perfect match. So obviously night one, all these singles get together. And then they go. And then each week, one of them, one of the couples, one of the coupled up groups gets voted into something called the truth booth. Where they go in and they're told if it's your perfect match or not. Now, there being 10 guys and 10 girls, the odds are you're probably not going to find your perfect match. So these people that have formed this relationship have to break up and go date other people or they don't get the million dollars. They have to do challenges. They get wasted drunk, um, and get in huge fights. And like people are cheating on each other left and right. And they're allowed to because they're trying to find their perfect match. But the people that... You know, they get together at first and then the person will be like, well, I want to stay with you. And then it's like, well, that doesn't work because we won't win the money. Comedy ensues. Top of the trash television list for me. The worst show I've ever watched. Also one of the best reality shows I've ever watched. There's a few seasons on Netflix. Highly recommend it if you like trash television. Are you the one? I'm excited. It is electric. You, Cam, it's right up your alley, dude. I'm telling you. Um, All right.
2: Tucker. Uh, my number three is American Idol. Um, feel like it should be on everyone's list, but again, not a TV fan, so I never really watched. But uh, yeah, I mean, everyone always talks about it, so I figured I'd put it on my list.
3: (laughs) Good, good pick, Uh, (laughs) Dell. Uh, number three, I'm going with Bar Rescue. Oh, uh, um,
0: honorable mention.
3: What a great show. Um, I don't watch a lot of reality TV. I don't, I have The Bachelor on just because that's the only one I really sort of watch. Um, outside of Oak Island. But, uh, Bar Rescue, every once in a while, it's like a Saturday at like 3 p.m. You got nothing going on, and there's like eight, episodes of Bar Rescue on, in a row, on some random TV channel, um, the yelling and screaming that ensues, the, you know, the, are you an idiot type comments that, that come out of, of uh, John, Taffer. John Gaff, Tapper, Tapper, yeah, uh, nuts, um, none of these bars ever succeed. They all go out of business within like a year after him going on the show. Uh, he spruces them up, whips them into shape, and they still suck. But it's fantastic journey from start to finish with how terrible some of these places are.
0: Wintertime Sunday bar rescue
1: marathons on
3: whatever yeah. channel it's on. Top Telephone. tier television, exactly.
0: Uh, cam number two.
1: Before I go to my number two, I am three more honorable mentions that mm-hmm. I'm just now remembering. I knew this was going to happen. Bar Rescue also is also very similar to Kitchen Nightmare, so I haven't checked out if you like that. Yeah. Um, Wife Swap is one of my artists. Yeah. Oh, gee. That, that was up. my that's favorite that. show yeah, when I, I was like about that one. <laughs> it is insane. And they always used to do it with the most opposite pairs. It was awesome. Um,
3: Super Nanny? Uh, I don't know.
1: Oh, that yeah. Hard Stars might be on your list. That's another okay. one that's uh, honorable mention. Um, Mythbusters? Oh, Mythbusters. Eh. I don't know if it's reality, yeah, I guess, maybe. And then America's Got Talent. um, Oh, i was but you point. know, putting uh, American Idol with America's Got Talent. That's fair. My number two is American Idol. Um, And the reason is I actually watched that show. What Probably one of the first reality shows I've ever watched. And I still sometimes watch it. It's not as much. I got, I got as, a compilation from time time. Yep. No, I, I watched a lot of seasons of American Idol. Fantasia Shout out to I Winston. I saw them live. We went to a concert of season three American Idol top 12 contestants. Um, and then Carrie Underwood I watched. I watched Taylor like, Jordan Sparks. Um, all those years. So big fan of it. That's my too.
0: Catherine Winston season. Uh, I have specific memories. The day we went to that Vine meetup cam. Uh, that was going on. Yeah, and uh, what was that? What was that app we talked to that girl on? Do you remember that? Oh my God, no! Kick. <laughs> I don't think it was Kick. It was some other weird app. But that Catherine Winston stuff was going on. Um, that was pretty cool to have a local girl make it pretty far. So, um, is it me? Yes, number two. I got Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen is an excellent show. Cam said it all um, in terms of Gordon Ramsay. Showstopper. Guy just gets entertainment. Um, Hell Kitchen is, is I, I you know, I watch a, a few. I watch Kitchen Nightmares. I watch Hell's Kitchen. I watch MasterChef. Hell's Kitchen is where Gordon Ramsay's at his finest because, yes, he can yell at these restaurant owners who really don't have any idea what they're doing. So he can he can yell at them. MasterChef, he doesn't really yell because everybody does a pretty decent job. and uh, But this, Hell's Kitchen, he is running a restaurant. So it has to be perfect. I've worked in kitchens before. Chefs get angry. They yell. This dude is electric. The stuff he comes up with, like Cam said, got to be semi-scripted. He has to write down insults beforehand because he is ready to go with them. Just kicks people out of the the, the the kitchen. F off. Go away. Just kicks them out. Cooks the meals himself. Um, they do challenges every week. Uh, great stuff. Makes me hungry every time I watch it. Hell's Kitchen, got to be a number two show for me one of the best reality tv shows out there uh best cooking show out there for sure um tucker two
2: following sue i had hell's kitchen at my number two this is one that i actually watch. uh it's actually fun i mean i really enjoy this especially like just from a restaurant aspect and kind of i love the beginning of the season two specifically when these people that have all the confidence in the world and have none they of the suck. abilities suck. Just I, it's like how, I, like these guys say they're like sous chefs, and it's like they must be a sous chef at a McDonald's. Like that's the only way that these people can be as a, like six have these jobs. I mean, it's hilarious a lot of the times, but yeah, I mean, just a great show all around. Jordan Ramsey, best best reality television that there is, in
0: my opinion. I agree. New episode tonight, talk Just came out. Um,
3: I
2: have to watch. I have to watch it full season. Uh,
3: Dylan, two? watch episode by episode. Number two, one that's not on your list, I'm sure of it, um, ran from 2003 to 2007. The disc set is worth like $200. It's MXC Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. If you haven't seen it, there's some episodes on YouTube. Um, it is a show that originally was a Japanese game show oh, in the 80s,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: 80s and 90s. And these American guys dub over the Very show, funny. splice it into a 30-minute episode. And it's just this rinky-dink obstacle obstacle course game show type scenario where these people go on these courses, different little tasks and they're pieced together with plywood and half an inch of foam, if even, and they get absolutely destroyed. It's one of the most entertaining TV I've ever watched. When I was a kid, let me tell you a story. When I was a kid, i come home from school Come home from like a basketball practice or something. MXC was on MTV at 5. 5 to 5.30. Then SpongeBob came on from 5.30 to 6. That was my hour, 5 to 6. Every day when I was like 9 years old. Uh, every once in a while, I'll just, it'll pop up on my feed again on YouTube or I'll search it and I'm watching a 20 minute episode, 30 minute episode of MXC. Um, I, I highly recommend it. It is hilarious. And the the wittiness of the writers to, to dub over the show, I mean, I don't, it still counts as reality TV, but loosely, um, it's so funny. It still holds up today. Uh, so, <laughs>
1: go ahead. No, I'm just going to pass it to you. So clearly we needed a lot more time on this list. Um, we got background chatter going on that, uh, Fear Factor is going to be an honorable mention Silent so Library uh, Silent <laughs> Library was a good was one another. I don't know if you guys are going to mention Cops but that's not on my list that's so another one my number one is an easy one it is by far 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 away beyond the number one I still watch it to this day on my phone Lindsay hates me because I watch it every single day uh, I die of laughter by myself while I'm working, if I have a little break, I'm on my phone watching Practical Jokers because I it does not get it. the fact that they are 45 old and old man. Is that reality? It is. It's got to be. It has to be. I'd
0: I'd say it, so. It's borderline, but I'd say yeah.
1: Well, either way, I have to include it somewhere because the fact that the things that they say in public and it has only gotten worse since they started because I watched the old ones and then they slowly go. They've gone through like 10, 15 seasons now and they are, I don't know how they're still doing it with some of the stuff that they say that they still allow on TV. I think true TV is a little bit um, more lenient, but they are hilarious. They'll never get old. Um, Unfortunately, Joe, has left the show. He was the funniest one. If you guys haven't watched it or don't watch, I think it, everyone's watched. It. My girlfriend's favorite it's show. It's just like a man show. I highly recommend just letting your your dumb, stupid sense of humor out and watching that show and having yourself a nice laugh by
2: yourself while you're on the toilet or something. No, it is the best dumb humor show. It really is. I mean, I that's one of those shows that I can watch all day. Like, it's one of those things. It's like mindless television. It's mindless background television, but it's great mindless background television.
0: Not that into it. Not that into it. I think it's funny here and there. Not that into
2: I think it's the perfect show to have while you do something else.
0: Um,
2: But the, my peak is like March Madness. Like, I'm in the middle of things. Like, a game descended on True TV and Practical Jokers comes on. I'm like, oh, God, I should change channel. And then you just kind of start watching and then you can't stop
0: my number one is going to be the undisputed king of reality television 48 seasons survivor cannot be topped survivor is the best reality television show just got into survivor last year boy is it great it's the ultimate social experiment just dropping these people on an island saying make friends you're gonna have to stab each other in the back the social politics that go on The challenges, you got people that go in that they're just beasts at all the challenges. They never win, um, but they hide idols around that make you immune. The backstabbing that goes on, the votes, the challenges, it's all great. It's literally never not entertaining. In recent seasons, it used to be 30 days on the island. They've cut it down to like 22 now because they're not feeding them anymore. They don't give them food. They say, go out and find your own food. You don't get any rice. You can win food in the challenges. They used to give them just bags of rice to eat, and they don't give them that anymore. So these people are going to the absolute limit with their bodies. People have lost up to like 80 pounds on the show. Um, Yeah, I haven't watched any of the old seasons, but I've watched about five or six seasons now, and it is fantastic. Middle of the season right now. Wait, no, Hell's Kitchen's tomorrow. Survivor's tonight. Survivor, just new episode tonight. I'll be catching up on that at some point. But undisputed goat of reality television, Survivor. There's a reason it's been going for 48 seasons. Cannot be stopped. Survivor's number one. No, uh,
2: Number one, I also have Survivor. Uh, I've never watched it live. I only watch it, like, years after it comes out. I don't think I ever want to watch reality TV live just because... I'd rather just watch. I can't just watch an episode of that at a time. I need to binge. So,
3: but we're a survivor of the best show. Fully. Dylan? Uh, number one, I'm going MasterChef. I've watched every season of MasterChef. And, except for the, like, I wait for it to come out on, things like Hulu. They put the full seasons out. So I wait for that to watch it. And Lene and I binge them all. Um, like, like I've seen Hell's Kitchen and Gordon Ramsay does go absolutely bananas in those. But the first few seasons of MasterChef, he's an absolute menace. And, um, you know, he's witty. He's funny. And I also like cooking shows. I've always I always have. And um, I don't know. I just find that to be the most entertaining cooking competition show uh, they're creative in their, like, challenges and stuff. So, I I don't know. I just like that one the most. Um, It's probably the
1: only reality TV show that's active that I get excited for.
0: Uh, Did you watch the latest season? Not yet. Uh, (laughs) um, All right. That's our list. That's our show. Hour 45. Got to wrap it up. Uh, Check us out on our polls. Vote on our socials and such and such. Maybe we'll be coming up with some new content. We've got some stuff brewing in the group chat right now. I don't know if it'll see the light of day. but um, Cam we'll Abderhalden will be the uh, sideline correspondent coming to us live from the Giants game this weekend. Hopefully, we'll have some content from him. At least a halftime update, Cam. would be fantastic. But uh, yeah. that's our show. Thanks for getting wasted with us. And we will see you next week. So long. Yeah.